0: Hey, 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 welcome to Thick and Fabulous. I am your host, Chantella Whitfield. Thick and Fabulous is a safe place for women to talk, cry, laugh, vent, and be informed about the things that affect our daily lives that we tend to put on the back burner or are too embarrassed to talk about. We talk, celebrate, and offer support and all the joys and challenges associated with women's health, especially women of color in our 40s and older. We have a good, good girlfriend conversations in a judgment-free zone to discuss Everything from dating and divorce, menopause, and balling on a budget, honey, all while trying to live a happy, healthy life. And welcome to Thick and Fabulous with Chantella Whitfield. Today, we are going to be talking about brain aneurysms. And I have been blessed to have met this lovely, lovely, lovely lady. Um a few years ago with our children. Um we were doing a five K I think then, right? Or yep. planning one. Mm-hmm. Um, so her name is Miss Jennifer Henderson. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I like to start the show and allow you to tell as little or as much as you want to about yourself because nobody knows you better than you. So can you share with us how, um, who Jennifer Henderson
1: is? Um, I am a mother of five, um, survivor of brain aneurysm rupture. Uh, lifelong runner, woman of God, um, just out here trying to advocate and raise awareness to brain aneurysm. Yes, brain aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Now, I, that's
0: not something people talk about a lot. There's not a whole lot of awareness about it, but yet there is a lot of information about it. Mm-hmm. Um, So I don't even know. Let, let me start with some numbers. Let me start with some numbers. <laughs> um, according to the uh, Brain Aneurysm Foundation, uh-huh. an estimated 6.5 million people in the U.S. have an unruptured brain aneurysms. That equals to one in 50 people. With that, African American African Americans and Hispanics are about as twice as likely to have a brain aneurysm rupture than our white co- uh, counterparts, and women are more likely than men to have brain aneurysms, and that's a three to two ratio. It's crazy. <laughs> that is. I was like, wait, <laughs> and it's sudden too. That's one of those things. It's one of those um, silent deaths. Uh-huh. But thank the Lord that didn't happen to you. Uh-huh. So, can can you tell us your story? What happened? What
1: all of the good stuff start from the beginning. We want all the juicy. <laughs> okay. Um my son was going to be running his first cross country race. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was really excited about it cuz I have five children and nobody has ever wanted to run. So this all came about pretty quickly where he wanted to run and it turns out he's really good. Yes. So, um he was going to have his first cross country meet and I was excited. So the kids were in bed. And I was up doing what we mothers do, mm-hmm. packing bags for the next day, making uniforms together, getting shoes, getting everything together. And um, I dropped a fork because I have this thing about I gotta have a clean house when I come back from somewhere. So when I get home. (laughs) Gives you anxiety if it's not as Uh, So when I come home, I know I'm gonna be tired. I want the house already clean. So I was cleaning and I dropped a fork and I got down on the ground to get it. So I was turned kind of crazy trying to reach under the dishwasher Uh to grab it and I felt this pop or this, this snap. I heard it, felt it. I'm really not even sure, but I, I experienced it. Uh So I was like, huh, wonder what that was. Well, then I tried to get up off the ground, and I could not get my head up. And all I remember thinking about was, you remember... Wally Coyote uh-huh. and the Roadrunner and he would drop that thing on his head all yes, the time. Yes, yes. And he couldn't get his head, head up. up. That's what I, I felt like. Just And heavy. I was, it was just heavy. There was no pain or anything. And I was like, huh, I wonder what that is. So I just <laughs> laid there a little bit and I tried to get up again and I was able to stand up and I stood up. Everything was fine. And then I felt my head filling up with fluid. I, I could feel it. Like I was like, Huh, I wonder what that <laughs> is. Because I had it's never not funny but it's, like, it's Right, look it's funny, really it is. But it's not. Right. So I didn't I didn't know what a, a brain aneurysm was either at this when all this was going on. Right, right. So I was like, uh, oh, that's weird. But I kept doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in any pain or anything. And then all of a sudden, my neck started to hurt, and I thought, well, I was on the ground. I probably twisted it weird, mm-hmm. and so I put a heat pad on my neck, and it just kept getting worse. So I called my sister. She's a surgical tech, mm-hmm. and I said, Um, am I having a stroke? She said, sent me to the mirror in my bathroom, you know, had me looking at different things. Mm-hmm. Does your face look like this? Does, yeah. Can you do this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, you just go to bed, Jennifer Lynn. You're probably just tired because it was like two o'clock in the morning when all this was going on. So <clears throat> I didn't tell her what happened, though. So I didn't give her any details. So I just sat um and started watching TV. And then my kid's dad came because he was going to go to the meet, too. Mm-hmm. And he worked all night. So he came over when he got off work. It was like four. And I said, do I look weird? And he's like, no. And I said, huh. Well, I told him. And he was like, I don't know. Well, I'll just get Jaden because I was supposed to pick up Jaden and to take take Jaden and two of his teammates to Bryan Station High mm-hmm. School to catch charter. Because the meet was in Cincinnati. Girl. So he said, well, I'll just get him up, take them, do that. So Get yourself to <laughs> Right. I don't remember anything else after that other than I remember putting my purse on the floor to drive to Cincinnati. So he was going <laughs> to sleep because he worked all night right. and I was going to drive. So apparently, because I don't remember, this is what they tell me. I drove all the way to Cincinnati without any problems, Uh ran all over the course because that's what you do, you know, you can't, it's not like track where you can right. see so you I'm going to different to spots, so I'm running different spots, cheering him on, he gets third place, I'm just so excited, apparently, you know, I drive us back, we stop, we go outlet mall shopping and then i get home and they leave me there cuz they're going with him uh-huh. so this was saturday so it happened friday night then saturday i my neighbors told me that i um did my yard work i was trimming my hedges mowing all that ah. stuff and then saturday goes away then sunday so he brings the kids back and i'm in bed sleeping yeah. Which doesn't alarm anyone, because that's what I do on Sunday: go to church, get some food, come home, oh. sleep. Because for kids, the kids. Yeah. They, you know they run yeah. crazy. You know that's <laughs> you a, need I got I got a <laughs> rest. So they he takes my daughters to his sister's house, and I'm there with Jaden. And he said he told Jaden, keep an eye on her, because something's, you know, not quite right. Because when I was driving home. Uh He woke up to the GPS, my GPS girl, who I call Persephone. <laughs> Persephone. Uh, I She like was it. losing her mind because I was not following her directions. So she would say go left. I would go right. He said I had us like 14 or so miles off course. So he took over and everything and then drove us the rest of the way home. He just thought I was tired. Well, but, but actually they, your brain is like. It's bleeding. Yeah. It's so like it's I bleeding. Fun- yes. it can't function like I'm supposed to. Right. So then my son is there with me by himself, and he said, this is when I start complaining about the head headache. So when, usually when someone has a rupture, they have what they call the worst headache ever. Well, I, by the time I had that, I have no memory of that, because that wasn't my, the rupture was my first symptom, not the head pain. So. My son tells me that I'm telling him, hey, Jaden, I got a headache and my head is hurting so bad. And he was like, what do you want me to do? And I would say, no, oh, nothing. I think I'll be okay. Go back in my room. He said I did that like six times. And then when I came out that last time, he said I was screaming and crying and get somebody and do something. So he called his dad and his dad said, it's going to take me about 20 minutes to get there. I just got to the house. and and." Jaden, which is my son, mm-hmm. said that I told him I'm going to be dead in 20 minutes. And I don't know why I said it. I don't know why I felt that. But so they, he calls my sister and my sister, she can hear me screaming. So she hops in the car, yells for her son. They they come to my house and she said she pulled in the driveway. She could hear me screaming and crying before they even got in out of her car and into the house. So they get in, they they get me. She takes me to St. to a hospital. Yeah. And um <laughs> and they didn't want to treat me at first because they thought I was coming off of some drug thing. I you know yes. We, we, that's another show. That's another show
0: with these. And when, y'all don't want to take people serious, because people know their bodies. Right. Like something
1: ain't right, even right. though I might look normal to you. Right. I know I don't feel normal. Right. So, and 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 I've, as I've learned though, and, you know, I try to cut them some slack because I am learning that that is one of the things that medical personnel think because of the way the person is acting. Yeah. So I try to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I ask my sister what was I doing to make them think that she said by the time they got me to the hospital I was out of my mind in pain I was screaming I was cussing I don't cuss she said I was just begging God to help me why won't you help me you know just out of it just screaming crying everything you name it I was doing it so they finally got me back there and they ran some tests and did some scans and they couldn't see anything because of all the blood. blood. The blood was in the way. But they didn't know that's what it was. They just it was dark. So well, shouldn't it, well
0: shouldn't you I mean yeah. I'm not a doctor. No, Let just, me they, be they, the they, first to yeah, say. Yeah. But usually when you see MRIs or cat scans on on TV, there's color. If it's, it's black, it sounds like it's right. a problem. So, so,
1: so they they didn't want to send me home though, so they put me in an ambulance to another hospital <laughs> and that uh the neurosurgeon there my my neurosurgeon he apparently is one of the best in the country and he diagnosed it right away told them you know what was going on told them they better get my family here like i had two sons in the navy um and my mom you know because they thought you know, I, most people die. Yes,
0: 50%. So, it, yes. Says, it says about 50% of the cases yes.
1: are fatal. Right, because th- they don't survive the actual rupture. And and you're going on day three? I'm going on day uh, three. Can you repeat that? Day three? Right. From this rupture. Exactly. So Honey. I, I'm just like, so I still don't know, you know, until I wake up from surgery, that's when I knew what what happened cuz I'm still have no memory of anything and I remember I woke up and you know you see TV shows mm-hmm. where the show will come on <laughs> and the person is waking up and they're like what what how did I get here yeah so that's me I'm waking up and I'm like what in the world is going on here so I wake up to to my neurosurgeon he tells me you are survived a ruptured brain aneurysm most people die you're a very lucky woman and I was like, and he said, "You have some people here to see you." So all these people, so many people. So apparently, like family and family friends, friends church. Pe- place was packed. People praying and and Aww. just there for me. So that I was I was just overwhelmed. It was just like that was never ending. Uh huh. The 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 love the, the, the love from people coming in so I didn't really get a chance to process anything then because my kids were there first and they were terrified you know because they already thought that I was gonna die and my other two sons they weren't here yet. And, uh, hold on, mm -hmm. let's, let's take a break right Mm -hmm. here. Cause this is a good, gotta get the babies. That's the hard part. Oh
0: my God, girl. You got me over here with chills. Uh, If you are just joining us, we, oh my God, we listened to an amazing story. Um, I hope they let me say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway, of what God can do. Um, cause this, this is amazing. Um, my friend here, Jennifer Henderson, is sharing her journey, her story about brain aneurysms, um, which she survived. Fifty um, percent of people who have a ruptured aneurysm die. She survived three days. Friday, running around with her kids in his first cross country, and she's an avid runner, mind you. Two, the next day she was doing hard work. And it didn't hit her to the third day when she done sat down <laughs> and try to relax. <laughs> Honey, listen, <laughs> those, I don't know what to say. Um, God, it's is good. All the time. Because mm-hmm. I'm sitting here like three days and I'm, you know, reading this stuff. Like I said, that it's usually instant. Mm-hmm. Don't even know what happened. Right, But you are now on day three. Mm-hmm. You made it to the hospital, got turned away from, well, they sent you to another one. And then they diagnosed it, did surgery. You wake up. Everybody's in the room to show you love. You ain't had time to process what was going on. Your babies are there, but two, five, well, four, three of the two.
1: Yes. And they, are they in route? They're in route. Yeah. They had to go through the Red Cross to get them. And they're in the Navy, correct? Mm-hmm. So, okay. But yep. we, I, I
0: think we got them caught up.
1: Okay. <laughs> Let's go. I want to hear the rap. This is amazing. Yes. Yeah, so, um, after the parade of people, yeah. and this, I think, I mean, I did so much crying because I'm like, oh, my God, all these people here? That's a testament to the, to the type of person that you I, are. I, I was just Let like, wow. I just, and the way that happened, like, okay, I was working for Aflac mm-hmm. at the time. And I had just been doing it about a month and a half. And I had finally gotten my first um, customer mm-hmm. on my own. So uh, my supervisor and I were supposed to go and meet him. hmm uh, Monday morning at 5 a.m. at Starbucks. Oh, my Lord. favorite place. <laughs> 5 a.m.? So, yes, we were going to meet him at 5 a.m. So oh, Lord. this is how everybody found out. <clears throat> when I didn't show up, she called my phone, and my sister had my phone. And my sister told her what was going on and all of that. So then mm-hmm. she apparently blasted out on Facebook, she also... Wait, a, this is the client? No, my supervisor. Your, your the client. Super. I don't even know what happened with the client. This is like seven <laughs> years later. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to go ask them. Like what happened? Yeah, I'm not really sure what happened, but yeah. So she puts it on Facebook, sets up a GoFundMe, because we're in Aflac. so it's insurance. Yeah. So she kind of has a clue about what's getting ready to happen, where I still don't know. And then from there I had just been to my thirty year class reunion the week before. And so when she put it on Facebook, one of my classmates set me up this meal train. Never heard of that Never. before. So these this is just God so like setting you, they, some things up that 'cause I'm still don't know what's going on. So I'm this is what they're doing while I'm in the hospital. So Everybody leaves. Finally, I, you know, I get some meds, and they tell me I need to get some rest. So I'm sitting, just laying there. I'm in pain. So my head is. It so is. I want to back up. I want to ask this. So did they like?
0: I don't know if this is too gruesome. To oh no, no. Okay. Okay. So did they have to like drill and
1: to get the. Well, <laughs> uh, this, this is another I thing. I wish I could yeah, see her face when had, I see it. Yeah, that. because I think this is God too. Okay, so when the doctor told me what happened, I did this. I just was going through my hair like. She's got long,
0: beautiful hair, uh, y'all, and it's natural. It ain't no, ain't no lace front. So I was, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Yes, I did.
1: But <laughs> it's I was, pretty. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and he goes, oh, we didn't go through your head. We went through your groin. And I was like, huh? You did brain surgery through my groin? groin? So I'm just
0: like. <laughs> that made me look down here. <laughs> well, I
1: couldn't see it because the gown oh, and the lighting and, and all I'm the sure wires and cords. And there was this thing sticking out of my brain, draining flute. It was all kinds of stuff. Out of my neck, I mean. It was just draining, you know, because I had to get the blood out of there. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, I was like. Well, go on, God. What? I just had brain surgery through my leg. Left your whole crown (laughs) intact. I I was just, was that, I mean, to me, when I look back at the whole thing. So, everybody's gone. For, you know, nurses, nobody's in there with me. And I'm like, oh, my God, God, you, you, Showdown. can't believe you. Oh, my God, this is so amazing. And then, so I wanted to, I was in pain. I was crying and. And all of that and all these uh, thoughts was coming into my head. What am I going to do? What is going on with me? Who's going to take care of my kids? And I just kind of got overwhelmed. So I always um, say um uh recite Psalm 23 when I'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So I always said, I'm going to do that. Well, I was like, the Lord is the... Mm. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord is, oh, oh. And I was like, oh my God, I can't remember the the 23rd Psalm. That is like my go to. Mhm. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to think. It's probably just the medicine, you know? Yeah. I'm just high. And I could not recall it. So I looked around, I saw my phone, I got my phone, and I started saying it over and over again. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's when I start to realize something really has happened to me. Mm -hmm. So I am not doing well. I just cried myself to sleep because I didn't know how much my life was going to change. I just knew somehow it was getting ready to to change. So all I could focus on the whole week I was in the hospital is the pain because I was in terrible pain. Mm -hmm. And I don't. I was not a person that was in pain. Right. I never had headaches ever. Never had headaches. Wow. Distance runner. First two kids, no pain medication. You know, wouldn't have had it for the last ones if it wasn't absolutely necessary. I'd Mm -hmm. had a car wreck before my third, and then the twins. You know, that had to. You had to. Yeah. Um. But I was like, well. Trying to get pain medicine, but they didn't want to give me pain medicine because apparently at that time it was not a listed side effect of having a ruptured brain aneurysm. So they said so they didn't want to give me narcotics to help with the pain. And so I'm tripping and losing my mind about that because I don't I don't like being in pain. Uh, what What year was this? Um, 2015. Huh. Yeah. I my anniversary is in 3 days, my anniversary. So what oh uh, yeah. So Oh my gosh. Yes, yeah, so I'm not oh. doing well. You know, I got people from the church coming to see me and I know I'm just like the worst Christian ever cuz I'm losing my mind, snapping at nurses. I'm in pain and yeah. I want some relief. So, um they k- take me off of um like the IV pain medicine my fifth day because they tell me, you know, well, you're not going to be able to take, go home with it. You got to somehow make Learn this work. Manage. And I'm like, not trying to hear that because I'm in pain. Right. So they give me Percocet and all that stuff to take home. And so eventually, you know, they release me, I guess it was eight, nine days. That I get released to go home and when I got released, my neurosurgeon told me, be about two to four weeks, you'll be, you'll be okay. You'll be back to normal. And I'm like, Phew, good. Okay. Two to four weeks. I just got to make it two to four weeks and I'll be good. So once I got home, that's when things started. <coughs> <clears throat> to mess up. Mm. Like, the real issues started to kick in, okay? So, I have no memory. So, if I talk to my kids at 5 o'clock, at five fifteen, I don't remember I talked to them. Um, then or now? Or well, still? I'm still having, yeah, I suffer wow. with mm-hmm. So, I'm having incontinence issues. Mm hmm. I start producing breast milk. I am... Um, my. Wow. Okay, so about second grade, first grade, second grade, when they teach you about the brain and they tell you it controls your whole body, uh-huh. they're not lying. I, my body was I out of whack. whack. <laughs> Everything. So it's thinking you're pregnant. It's thinking you got to go to the bathroom. It can't remember nothing. Right. So Gee. I'm just having... All kinds of things going on. I'm, I'm trying to write down. No, I can't shower. Something about being in an enclosed space and I couldn't so ch- shower because I was falling. I'd get in there and get all dizzy. And so I was not able to take a shower. So I would get up and my old routine, get up, brush my teeth, pray, do, do stuff. I would get up and I would go, huh, I think I already showered. I think I already brushed my teeth. I, I wouldn't be doing any of that. So then my oh, kids no. would be uh, come home, and I'm like, y'all, you know, they could tell that I hadn't done any of that. So they were having to remind me to do to so. do stuff. I was overdosing on all the medications because I would take them and forget I took them or... I would not take them and think I took them, and then I'd just be in pain, severe pain. So I wasn't doing handling anything well, and I mean, so the breast milk came. So you know, thinking, but then I also my cycle mm-hmm. it started that day of the rupture, and it continued for three years, every day, nonstop.
0: Are you serious? So now that was even
1: more blood loss because it's all messed up. <laughs> My whole body, I'm, I fall. I couldn't walk without falling. Um, I'm sure that you
0: were a, they didn't know what to do because nobody, most people don't survive. Right. So it's like th- this is all new to them that you are
1: even still. And so they're figuring it out as you as go, go. go along. Yeah. So we're in two God. to four weeks when I, well in four weeks when I go for my follow up, um, he is like, um, so how's it going? I'm like, I'm getting worse. <laughs> you said I was going <laughs> to be better in two to four weeks every, and so I start telling him all this stuff that's going on. And he said, Oh, those are the residuals. Residuals? Well, you didn't say well, that, you didn't that at first. about no residuals. <laughs>
0: And that's not being good in two to four weeks. Being good in two to four weeks is I'm back to my old self. Right, and that's my kids telling me to go take a bath, like like
1: you tell them. Did you wash your butt today? (laughs) Right. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't drive, so I had to work out transportation for them. I used to walk the girls up to the bus stop, and so I couldn't. I could walk out of the house. I had to hold on to the brick, the side, just enough to come around the corner because they were eight. And so I could see them walk up to the bus stop and then I had to set my alarm to get up and go back to the corner when they got off. They eventually, the bus driver would just stop in front of my house. And so that was amazing. And my neighbors, they were amazing. They would take my son to school and and just, I mean, so many, my kids would come in and say, oh, so-and-so, they're at the door. They brought some food. And I'm like, oh, good, you know, because I can't cook or anything. And I'm thinking somebody, you know, they get to eat tonight. Yeah. So then I would go in there and the whole freezer, refrigerator, full of food, uh, counters, bread and fruit and you know so people were doing things like that and it was so amazing to me because there's that love again you know and
0: and it's just an testament again uh, to the type of
1: person that you are I just thank God because you know people ain't going to do stuff for people that don't like it it I know it made me and I got to thinking oh my God I I always prayed that I would be a good person help me be good to people help me take care I mean I've always been a giver and it's mm. funny because I just uh, did devotionals with my daughters the other day and I was tithing was the topic that day and I was telling them trying to explain it to them so they could understand because Pete you know the scripture says test me and and, and see if I want to open up the windows of heaven for mm. okay right Um. so after this happened, I couldn't work, and I went on a, a three-year fight for disability to get my own that <laughs> gone M- money. I just did a show on that. <laughs>
0: it's amazing. It's amazing the hoops you have to go through. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no,
1: that's right. You better call it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, um Girl. during that three-year period, so many miraculous things happened mm. where food was brought, whether it was cooked, whether somebody went and bought, filled up our refrigerator and freezer, uh gave the kids lunch money, mm. they go get the mail and bring it in, I'm opening it, there's money in the envelopes, there's cash just in the mailbox, mm-hmm. um, people paying my rent, um... Just look at God girl mm-hmm. and and i tr- I told them, I believe, and I told the girls I believe that's because I was faithful in my finances, mm-hmm. and that's God, you know, I broke it down to him, a dime to the dollar, and you know anyway God was he was taken care of he took care of me from the moment this thing happened, even when I was thinking he did something to me. Because at first, when I started to realize that I'm not getting better, when the doctor mentioned disability at the four-week appointment, I'm like, I'm going to be disabled? Uh, well, I thought I was going to be, get, I'm not going to get better? I'm. I'm going to be disabled? <laughs> and I just cried. I mean, because yeah, that's devastating. You was an avid runner, a
0: mother of five kids, you know, going to Bible study and all of that. Hold on, hold on, we gotta take a break because we coming back to. <laughs> I um I have no words, y'all. Um, um, I'm gonna give y'all a real quick update because we on the lat home stretch and 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 I I got questions. So, if you're just joining us, I have a friend, Jennifer Henderson here. She is a survivor of a brain aneurysm that happened in 2015. Um, If you don't know, 50% of people who have a ruptured aneurysm um, pass away. My girl survived three days and is still here. And, And coming up on your anniversary, number seven. ain't got good all the time, Mm -hmm. all the time. And, and I want to throw this out here too. Um, those who survive have about 66, about 66% suffer from some permanent, um, neurological deficit. Um, and, and, and I want you to know that an aneurysm is usually about one eighth to one inch. It's, it's, it's small. (laughs) Um, but on the good side, 50 to 80 percent do not rupture, and you would never even know that you had one. But my girl had one, felt it, survived three days, comes home, she's on a four-week checkup, and let's let's go back to to the hospital. I and mean, you were just telling me how many how many people had. Coming to that hospital?
1: Three people. My sister told me that there were three people that had come into the hospital that day with a rupture. And I was number two. The first person, they passed away. And the third person passed away. And so. He had other plans for you. He
0: had his hand
1: on me. So Definitely. Because, I mean, it's like the more I learn and then I just. I look, just take a look, just a glimpse back, okay, most people die. Mm -hmm. I went, survived the night, went through, made it to the surgery three days later, okay. Then most people don't survive the surgery, so I survived the surgery. Then complications can still take you out after the surgery, and I survived that, and all the things that are going on in my life that all the trauma to my body and brain and everything that's happened since then and the the disability and I I read about people who are taking their lives Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they can't take it yeah they lose family and friends because they don't want to come around because they think if you look good you must be good yeah so you must be faking It can't be that you're still, are you still like this? I mean, my son has overheard people talking about me. And my kids, I mean, the girls were eight. He was 13. Mm. So it was like they were taking care of me, you know, and they were always stuck up under a sick Woman, the woman that's supposed to be taking taking care of, care of them. them, and so you know they'd come home some days, and all the medications that they had me on, I would just kind of be in this like zombie like state, and it wasn't helping, I was still in pain, I was still having all the issues, so I just took myself off all of it and um so I could be somewhat no. available. Like you was
0: supposed to be in, like, in two to four weeks, like he said right. you would.
1: And what I have learned is my brain is going to be recovering until the day I die. Could I, that was so a lot. So I may never get any of those things back. So I had to make a decision. Do I want to sit around and woe is me. My life Why? is horrible. Or do I want to move forward? And so I've looked at my at my progression because I used to life and death is in the power of the tongue Mm. and so at first I was saying I went from a fully functioning adult to needing a babysitter Mm. because my niece, my two nieces, my neighbor, they were, you know, I had babysitters. Right. They were 24-7 taking care of me. just. And so I was not happy about that. I mean, who would be? Right. Because I want to ask you this. I want to interject
0: and ask you this. Do you think that you being a a runner before had anything played into you being able to survive? I don't know. Of course, you know, God, of course.
1: But it might have helped. That I was healthy? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because when... So every time I go to any hospital or pr- get anything done, my records go to my primary doctor. Mm-hmm. So the records were coming into my primary doctor, and she told me when I came in that when the records were coming in, she was like, is this Jennifer Henderson, Jaden and the twins' mom? And they're like, I think so. No, nah. she's a runner. She's yeah. healthy. She's this, she's this, she's this. Nah, it can't be her. So then, when I got out, of course, I had to have a follow up with her. Mm-hmm. I had to go in and see her. But she cried, I cried, you know, because we was. She just couldn't, couldn't believe, believe it. it, and the fact that I was there. And even when I go to the my checkups now with my neurosurgeon, he's like, "Still here? Yep, still kicking. <laughs> you gonna see me till <laughs> yeah. till one of yeah. us clock yeah. out?" <laughs> I mean, we he's we're he's you know he's learning. We're just all learning as I go. Yeah, because. I've just recently had to start seeing a kidney specialist because there's apparently some kidney issue that people with ruptured brain aneurysms get, and now I kind of got that, and I'm like, Psh, whatever, I'm not trying. God, yeah, handle I, that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just right. not. I, I, I just not can't be phased. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, oh well. Okay, what are we going to do to get past this? What do we? What can I take? What can I do? What supplement can I use? I don't have time for this. Or, or your favorite one from the beginning. Huh, I wonder what that's, that's about. Go, yeah. that, I think that's yes. the funniest thing because I was, just like. I was never scared. And th- this will probably be funny to you. Well, it was funny to me. So I was two different people at the hospital. Once they got me to the second hospital and they got me medicated and stuff, I told them I was Barbie at first. They came out and told my sister. Well, Barbie said that she's, and my sister's like, "Who's Barbie?" She said, "That's what her name she is." She said, "That's what her name is." Does she look like a Barbie to you? That's what she said. And then this is even more funny because you know I love Murder She Wrote, right? Uh huh. And right the week before, so Monday through Friday, I had just got Netflix. And Murder, She Wrote was on Netflix, uh-huh. and I love it. And I was binge-watching it all week, and they were trying to get me to take medication, and I was like, they are trying to kill me. What is it they're, they're trying to give me? And my sister's like, they, they need you to take it before they give you the surgery, and I'm like, I think they're up to no good. They know who I am, don't they? And my sister's like, who are you? <laughs> She's feeding into I'm it. i Jessica Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> From murder, she wrote. So, yeah. I, my my brain was it's everywhere. It's amazing what the brain will hold on to. I know, right? The stuff you want it to hold on to, you, it don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know where Barbie came from, but that's... Did I you told, play
0: with him when you was little or
1: something? Not really. I had baby dolls. I was a baby <laughs> doll person. So, yeah, girl. That's different. Mm. So, have you suffered any emotional
0: and and social changes since having the surgery? Cause I know
1: that's, that's a, a, a lingering thing too. I'd have, I've come in and out of depression things. Mm -hmm. Um, I, when he, when my neurosurgeon told me that I would have depression, I'm like, I am not going to be depressed. I know the Lord. (laughs) And then the first day that it happened and I was just crying and just, all over the place. And I'm like, Lord, I I told those people I was not going to be depressed because I know you and here I am depressed. So I'm just crying. And why am I depressed? God is so good. I'm still depressed. Right. So that was, I laugh at that. Cause I think that's funny now.
0: Cause that, we, you know, that's kind of the way you conditioned when yes. you went in church, especially in the African American yes. community. It's like God conquers all. And then when right. it happens, it's like, well,
1: I thought God was supposed to It's like, listen, y'all, I'm be telling these people, I love the Lord and I'm not going to be depressed. And you got me here all falling out. But you
0: depressed in the lab because, you know, you could have been sitting somewhere else and somebody really would have been depressed because their friend, their sister,
1: their mother was gone. Yep. And I will say, I struggled with the whole. Um I don't even know what to call it. I'll just call it wh- the whole um having to get assistance mm-hmm. like food stamps oh, yeah. and things like that and having to deal with well brain aneurysms. So I'm getting denied by a disability because there's nothing wrong with me. And then I'm going to apply for these services and I'm being told well, well, you look like an able body. You look like, I mean, you got a nice pert, I mean, your car. It- I'm like, I did have a job. job. I was not. I mean, getting talked down to mm-hmm. not treated very well. I remember um, being in line to see one of the specialists. I had so many. And the receptionist was like, you got a balance. Are you going to be able to pay on that today? No, ma'am. You know you're supposed to be paying your bills. You need to pay on your bill. And I'm like, well, you know what? You can just cancel this appointment. And when I get some money, I'll make another appointment. How about that? Well, you're here now. You know, she was really nasty to me. And I remember though, I remember I posted that on Facebook and a woman's group paid that bill for me. And the thing about that was I was very grateful for that. The thing about that was I was never Doing delinquent anything. on anything ever mm-hmm. before that. So it's like can you not see what's happening to why? Here's the thing I need you to know. Right. If this happened to me, it could happen to you. Would you want me to treat you like you're treating
0: that. me? I'm just In I'm a split of
1: a minute. Or somebody that you love. Right. I wouldn't wish you more my worst enemy, I ain't lying. It's just too much. I, I it's too much. It. It's it's a it's a lot listening to it. It's like it, it, it is. I I'm mean, gonna quit
0: complaining about my little about my little aches and pains, cause um, my girl is uh, what? You, I, I wanna ask this. Look, uh um, so you you mentioned this group. Are there support groups for survivors? This,
1: I am a part not of a many? so No, this one is on Facebook, and at first I'm like in going no support group the people being there whining and and all that stuff and I don't want to be down mhm so I don't even know what made me do it I just looked looked one up Cause one you day you got a testimony and then I I joined one on Facebook and it's amazing mm-hmm. and things that I know about me I know because of that group and those survivors mm-hmm. that been through it before me so I have vision issues mm-hmm. and never knew that there was such a thing as a neuro ophthalmologist mm-hmm. because I was going to my regular eye doctor, getting glasses, and about a week later I couldn't see out of them because something was going on with my brain and my vision. Mm. So I went to see a neuro ophthalmologist. There's only two in the state of Kentucky. One of them is at UK. UK. You you uh, <laughs> uh And she's amazing. And they, wow. so they've been very, They've been pretty instrumental in helping me with things because they have a specialty in every area of my body. It's <laughs> yeah. all screwed up now. So so I want to talk about this. You got a
0: special thing coming up. Oh, yes. Because you are running. And and let's talk about that because you're you still running. I'm I'm good.
1: My girl's still running. I'm running. I'm not. I can't run like I used to, but but I don't care because I'm still running. You still running. You Mm -hmm. still
0: doing exactly what you enjoyed and what brings you. Because even when you say run, you just light. (laughs) She lights up. I wish I could show y'all this. I'm gonna have to start videoing these because if y'all could see her light up when you say run, it's just like when you say your kid's name, you just brighten up like. Oh, so so tell her to we got a few minutes left
1: um tell everybody what's going what's going on so um in on september 24th we are having i'm having the inaugural lexington Good. brain aneurysm awareness 5k run walk yes. um it's gonna be at Coldstream park uh if you haven't registered please do so um all the information is on Facebook, and you can go to the brain aneurysm foundation bafound.org, dot org and the information will be there but it's really to raise funds and awareness, awareness. because people just don't know yeah. a lot about aneurysms, and to be fair to the disability people um That's like so nice i mean See? people that have something like um MS or cancer or things like mm-hmm. that, it's a little quicker. Yeah, but yeah. for aneurysms, because most people die, Th-
0: they just no, don't no have
1: the, the solid the, stuff, yeah, the information. Right. So I just want to, you know, they may be mad, but I'm just saying, I, yes. I, I want to be fair. It's um, so
0: sweet. And but yeah, I get it. And give them the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, I, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. You You. When you know better, you do better. Right. So, as as you doing this and talking about it and bringing awareness to it, it it lets people know and they get the information gets out there so yes. that we can do better. Yes. Yes. Um, I have so enjoyed this. I thank you so much for thank coming. Thank you for having me and sharing your story. Because I knew a little bit of it. I didn't know the whole scope of because we was trying to, you know, we was parenting. <laughs> <laughs> God, you are amazing. You are Thank a God is good, over, girl. all the time. I have to give it to God because that, that is a testimony if ever to hear one. It's it's like wow, and, and I just wonder. I often, I'm sitting here wondering like if you had not sat down, I know, and just went to bed, you might not
1: be sitting over there in that chair right know. now. And then he you know, he he woke me up. So mm. instead of me getting on my son's nerves crying about my head pain, he could have been finding me in there gone. Mm-hmm.
0: And listen. Well listen. We stop him. We stopped it. I know um, I'm gonna cry. I know. Th- thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having I me. I honor you. I appreciate oh, thank you. You. <laughs> you are a phenomenal woman. Thank phenomenal. you. Phenomenal. Thank you. Ah oh, well, thank you all for joining us on Thick and Fabulous. Um, give yourself some grace. Be kind to yourselves. Bye.